Welcome to the University of Adversity, where the only rules of the class is to hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And now, here's your host, Lance Ecos. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to University of Adversity. As you know, my name is Lance Isios. I'm going to be walking you through this amazing conversation today. And if you haven't already, go subscribe. Do yourself a favor. Stay on top of it. Guys, I always want to bring you a lesson. I want to teach you some shit. You know, in life, we need that inspiration, right? And it doesn't have to be a crazy story where somebody escapes death. It doesn't have to be that. It can be some of the, the simplest lessons and foundations of different things in life that they've been able to go on to create. And that's what I love. Is like, I want to have these guests to come in, teach you some stuff. You take some time out of your day and listen. And hopefully, hopefully you walk away elevated. That's my whole point. And that's why I love having you guys here today. So today's guest is no different. Really awesome, unique idea. And... Man, I hope you're going to love it. The next guest is a powerful think tank that helps turn people into brains. By brain meaning knowledgeable individuals who actively work on sharing their knowledge with others. Equipped with her vast knowledge and experience in creatives, economics, and brand and business strategies, her mission is to make the world's brains more available, accessible, and useful to the society. She wants to make it as easy to buy knowledge as it is to buy products online and to build a knowledge-based marketplace. Genius idea. If you think about it, think of all the shit people sell out there. How important is it to be able to sell knowledge? It's amazing. Today, Maxine Cunningham is the founder and CEO of Pick My Brain, an online platform that helps package and sell time, knowledge, and experience of individuals in new creative ways in their own independent terms. She offers smart people package, price and offer their brain to others. Think pick my brain calls, coffee and conversations, one-on-one -on -one consulting sessions, lunch and learns, mentoring sessions, coaching packages, retreats and more. She has already done this for 300 plus brains and three organizations. Now she's gonna elaborate on all this guys. This was just a, uh, the description just to describe kind of what she's up to. We get into it. We go for a while. We go over an hour and it's really an amazing conversation. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. And I hope that you're ready to get inspired because we hope that you feed off this energy that we created and we hope that we make you feel better. And I always want to lift you up so that you feel better than you did before. So hopefully we make this happen. Love you guys. We'll catch you on the other side. Maxine, what is up? How are we doing? <laughs> oh, <good>. Seamlessly uh, coming into what it was. We're just picking up. We're just like introing and half a deep conversation. So yeah. it's going so good. I'm already sparked by you. <laughs> I, I, I love this because, you know, we were having a conversation beforehand and this always happens. We get, we get going and I'm like, shit, I should have hit record. So every time I'm like, Lance, are you recording this? I know. So <laughs> I'm out of nuggets. <laughs> I know, I know. So really excited to have you here. I'm I'm I know we've been chatting for a bit. And 
the universe works in funny ways, you know, just like the sign behind me, trust the universe. It always happens at the right time. So I'm really excited to dive into your story today. I, I know sometimes when I approach people in the title of the show, they question their story. They think, oh, well, I don't have an adversity story. And then they get going and I'm like, what do you call that? Like, that's a story, you know, but so many times there's so many ways in our lives where like people think of certain stories as being more valuable than others. And I really like, I'm really noticing how amazing so many humans are and how many stories they do have. So again, I'm so excited. Like consciously listening to someone, how, what they choose to tell you is alone. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you're like, what story are you going to tell me to lead into your story? Cause that's like, yeah, a t- that's a card. No, so sure. no matter what, you're going to always have like incredible conversations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us who you are. Let's, you know, you can go back as far as you want, fill in the gaps because you're a very interesting human doing amazing things. So fill in the gaps. Tell us a bit about your background and uh, really, really, really excited for this. <laughs> okay. The, the blank open intro. <laughs> Love. Yes. Uh, I am a, a rambunctious, rule-breaking entrepreneur who thinks she can change the world. <laughs> Let's start there. And um, the way I want to change the world is through human-to-human connection and knowledge and stepping us into this future of work and future of education where we have more ownership over our lives and how we want to design them. And I think we're moving to that future. I think psychologically we're shifting. We're still not ready for it, but it's starting. Um, People are awakening up and being like, wow, I'm a multi-passionate human who wants to do multi-passionate things. How can I make this work on my own terms? (laughs) And uh, we're being exposed to like so, so, so many different lives that are options. You know, we can just, really it is, you can write your future right now. And so I got addicted to, I've I've always been addicted to thinking about the future that goes back to my childhood with my parents who are both entrepreneurs and futurists. My dad lives like six years too far into the future and it's like prevented him from being successful because he's too far forward thinking, but it hasn't because it'll he's like, yeah, so he thinks about the future. So we always have, have vision what's coming. And, and this world that I believe is coming is everything I throw myself into in entrepreneurship Um, is to take us one step further towards, again, living this life where we can optimize and offer the things that we are best suited to offer to individuals that we can have the most impact on, right? And that's really possible. So so with that like very high level, no detail intro, um, I've materialized that into a a platform that I call Pick My Brain. So I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Pick My Brain. And Pick My Brain is a tool that makes it really easy for people to package and sell their time, knowledge, and experience in totally new ways on their own terms, right? So the ability to even unlock that as a possibility and be like, how can I use myself to offer myself to my network in a really valuable way that I can charge for it? Um, and I've been working on that tool for the last three years. Um, my background before I started, what kind of led me into this? So I'm an an economist by trade. So I did, um, yeah, transition from the world of finance to the world of economics and economics is all about why people do what they do and how to use resources and distribute and distribute them in a way that provides the most amount of value for the most amount of people. 
And so I feel like painting that like lens of thought into my mind for like five to seven years really got me constantly thinking about how can I add the most amount of value to a system with the least amount of effort. Um, and I see, uh, you know, the, the way that like really intrigues me is like by colliding people mm-hmm. because people are the craziest, coolest things. And so we've got all these people in this world. And so how can we make them connect in these ways that create impact? Uh, you know, and we, we started with technology. Now we're getting there and I know I'm going like all over, but there's like this train. Mm. Um, and we can just like hop to even Tinder. Like Tinder is a, is a tool that makes more of us collide. And the collisions that Tinder creates is based on what that tool is showing us and what it wants us to collide with, which Tinder is based on five photos and some pretty unbased, like pretty undeep basic questions, um, with a connotation and a culture of swipe and done. Okay. So we've actually programmed that. And we've also in doing that programmed the collisions that occur because of that tool. And that's really interesting when you start to think about it, right? It's pretty yeah. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. that whole world is, is crazy how you can get sucked into that vortex on your phone and that yeah. itself, like I, you know, I've done it before yeah. and it's just, it blows my mind how you can just, it's like people, it's like, it's like, they're not even people. It's like, you're just like going through, you know, yeah, it's me. like, you're, yeah. you're like, Oh, next, 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 next. And you get into this, like, this crazy like vortex and I just find it fascinating. Like, so, so what, right. And this is what I find so interesting is talking about technology and how technology pulls us into these states and allows us to create opportunity or allows us to collide, right? Like we can get stuck in it. We can be connected with it and create impact. We can find business partners all around the world too. Like Mm. just this concept though, like I think it can, yeah, we're like definitely digitally just checking people out and so unsensitized to what we see and just like, it's regular now. Right. Yeah. Um, But like, can we also like with pick my brain, one of my missions is again to like, let me know, like if I have a few snippets, like pick my brain is all about showing off what you want to be available for. So if I can talk to you about podcasts, or if I can talk to you about adversity, or we can jam about what creating a business like is in Vancouver. If I see that, that is what I want to swipe on. And then I want to take ourselves off that platform and be like, can we dive deep now as humans? You know, and I want to create an algorithm that has like a 90% collision success rate because who else would book you if they don't want to talk about podcast adversity, people growing businesses, personal development, professional development, because that's your, that's your thing, Lance. Like I want to be jazzed after that. Why don't I just book a session with Lance and jam? And, and I think, um, by right. Tinder's is based on visual and other things. I want one based on our brains. Yeah. So I just want to match make people <laughs> and allow them to connect over something deeply that they know a lot about and see what magic happens. Yeah. Wow. It's, <laughs> uh, uh, that is such an important thing because so many people have such amazing skills, mm-hmm. but they don't utilize them in a way that actually, you know, creates you know, monetize for themselves. And, you know, everybody's trying to sell these other things, these gadgets or these like, whatever it may be. And it's like, what about actually selling what you have? You know, it's like, it's such an amazing concept. I know it's so, yes, 100%. When you told me about this, I was like, this is fucking genius. 
like, <laughs> that's so cool, right? You're like, but why doesn't that exist? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and immediately when something like that comes up, you're like, oh, this has to exist already. You're like, well, this is, this is so good. That's the thing too, is like when you break, when you break down all these offers and sales funnels and pages, it comes down to the human and the human is always going to be the thing that you're buying initially. So why not just say, wow, this guy's, this guy or girl is good at this. Why not just pay them for their service? Totally. A hundred percent makes so much sense. And it does come back to the relationships. And a lot of people in your podcast come to that conclusion when they go through adversity. Yeah. It is the relationships we establish. It is the human, human connection. If you like someone work with them. Yeah. And like, I think the future is like, I don't want to work with a business. I want to work with an individual within maybe a brand or an ethos or values or a vision. But I'm like really interested in working with the person. Right. I'm working. Yeah. I'm, I want to work with Lance. I don't yeah. want to work with like uh, company a Yeah. personally in, in, in more areas of my life, because I want what I'm like looking as I'm now we're both done are like, well, we're not done. We're always learning, but we're like past. Well, okay. I'm done university. So I don't have like curriculums developed for me. Right. So personal development and professional development comes on our shoulders now. Right. We have to, go find out how to learn in all these ways to reach our pinnacle of human. Right? That's what we're all trying to do. We're all trying to be our best selves. Yeah. Um, I hope. And I think everyone, if, if I was to say like, okay, what is the common thing that every human being country culture, whether you were raised, is there one thing that we have in common? Cause we definitely need to find that if we're going to make it like for sure. And one of those things I think is like, we all seek improvement and incremental improvements in whatever, right? What is the point of anything if you're not going to like get a little bit stronger? I, I hope that, I think people crave that. And I think that's why things like yoga took off because it's like, yeah. it's a way to consistently seek improvement um, and level up programmed right. for you, right? So I can go take a yoga certification and I can progress as a human. Right. But so now that I've had to take on my own education, my own personal development, I find myself um, surrounding myself. Well, I just onboard them on to pick my brain. They're my brains. Right. And they are the people that I go and like catch up on an industry in one hour and have 90% more information than the rest of society because of what their job is. And that one session is worth my, like my ability to tell stories and craft ideas and remain relevant and on top of things. Um, and it allows that person to share what they're working so, so hard on all the time in a very purposeful way. So I'm learning. I just find, why can't I book brains for my education? You know, and that's what I'm trying to do too. Is like the more conversations you have, you're learning this too. The more stories you learn. And I feel like every time I learn a story, I become an age older. Because you are, you just got Cole's notes of someone's yeah. 40 years, like synthesized. It's so synthesized true. Story. Holy, how valuable is that? I, yeah. And I didn't sign up for this doing podcasts either. I was like, holy shit, I'm learning so much. I know. It's, it's You're freaking like, oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. Like it's yeah. freaking crazy. And here, here's what excites me about what you're doing is that as technology grows and becomes you know, pretty much everywhere, like just more and more and more. I don't even, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. Sometimes yeah. people are going to crave the human connection, yes. which is going to be what you're doing <laughs> is you're using that growing technology. 
yet allowing the human connection and, and communication to still be relevant. Totally. Like with, you're able to be like, yeah, great. You know, use your phone, book people, book whatever, do all this stuff. But hey, if you want a real human to use what they have and not a computer, book them and learn totally. from a human because that's going to be what people crave. Totally. Right? All, yeah, it fills you up when someone is there with yeah. you versus you're playing tent, you're going back and forth, right? An online course, there's a reason, what is it, 95% of online courses are never completed? There is an engagement level that like as a human being, I'm like, you know, we are like spiritual creatures. We are like, yeah, we're, we're energy, we're vibration. And like online courses are fantastic and they, they're, 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 a little, they're a level upper for sure. But can we also increase our opportunity to buy education from the humans? Can I buy conversations? Can I buy, can I book someone and, and, and confidently know how much value that is, right? It's freaking genius. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I want to circle back a bit. Okay. So you're highly educated, very intelligent. Your career before was, would, would, would you say more introverted, like a more introverted style or, or not really? Or I mean, by virtue, compared to pick my brain, anything is introverted because just like you, I'm having conversations with brains every single day. Um, but um, I did have, I was always someone who brought people together to exchange knowledge everywhere I went. In my master's crew, I was the person that got us together every year and go to a cabin and like create these groups um, at my company when I worked at um, the International Institute for Sustainable Development in Ottawa. I was known as the active collaboration girl, which was like, we have 300 staff around the world in different countries that are studying climate change negotiations and we don't talk as a company. Like, I feel like I'm getting gypped. Can we please uh -huh. host once in a month and like, tell me what you're seeing at the climate change negotiation tables internally. Like our internal communication, you know, was not focused on. And I was just like, what? So okay. I think everywhere I went, I saw the value in like bringing people together because it's the coolest thing. It's like mixing. It's better than baking. You get to like mm. mix brains and then just be like, okay, it's like a hackathon, but no limits, not just tech. Yeah. Um, so I, so my previous jobs, I was more the economist crunching numbers, doing data analysis, um, doing infographics and telling stories of the world and the crisis that we are in, which I could talk about for an hour, um, and days. Um, but, uh, no, definitely the step into pick my brain and entrepreneurship is like, and I'm going to get naked and I'm going to talk to everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of where I was getting at because, you know, you obviously were always, you're a connector. You're, you're, you're from connecting with humans. So it made sense for you to sort of make that transition. So what I was getting at is like, you know, let's talk about adversity in, in, in that itself, even like, I mean, how hard or how challenging was that? Because, you know, you're probably pretty comfortable and you know, you're telling yourself this is what you're going to do. And a lot of people, this is, they get caught up in that comfort. It's like, well, I got a great job. I'm educated. This is easy. Not easy, but like, you know, easy in a way that like you're there. You've made it in a sense. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I'm going to switch things up. Do something that completely is out of my comfort zone. Right. Yeah. And that has something that really, you don't know, you didn't know that it was going to work. Right. Yeah. There's, this is completely foreign territory. Talk yeah. us about some of the moments that you, maybe the vulnerability and maybe some of the things that you had to go through because man, not everybody can do that kind of stuff. 
it's true. And like they say, all business owners, if they ask, if they, if someone asks a business owner, should I be a business owner? They're like, no, <laughs> stay with your job, you know, <laughs> unless, unless, okay. And there is a few percent of us, unless you cannot shake it and you can't help every part of your body moving towards it, yeah. then go pursue it. Because entrepreneurship, like Elon Musk says, is like chewing glass. It is so difficult because you are creating something new. You're creating a new category. You have to build all your systems. You have to build all your processes. You're challenging the norm in most cases, right? And that progress, that build, you have to be, you have to be so hungry, just like the people that want to climb Everest. I'm not going to tell the average Joe to go climb Everest, but there are people that climb Everest because they, they are going to train for it and they're going to think about it and that's going to be their thing and they're going to go do it. Um, and so if you have the will to climb Everest <laughs> and you have an idea that won't leave you, then I think jump fully. If though, I think so with brains, I turn people into brains. I open and unlock the door of being like, let's find that thing. Everyone's got it. Everyone's got something that they're just like so nerdy about. And they're just like, I'm so into this, like whatever it is, right? We all have our interests. And I think if you have that with pick my brain, you can have a really easy opportunity to stay in your job because there's a lot of people in different situations, but still, still open up a percent of your life that you can create your own independent revenue stream with by doing something you love. And I just want to show them that door because when you unlock that for people on a micro scale, you can't, uh, you can't lock it back up. And from there, you get a sense of independency and pride and personal development and professional development and a give back to your society and you become someone that's giving. And from that point, I think you can decide how, what percent you want to dedicate yourself to. You know, every one of us are going to come from different situations. And I just want, you know, you pick your customization now in today's right. economy. I mean, I definitely took a leap, but it was because something clicked and I can tell that story and I remember it exactly. And like, it was like my fourth year as an economist, an environmental economist, the big think tank in Ottawa. And I love my job. My job was to like take these global data sets um, of indicators and put them all together and tell the world like how we're doing on things like carbon emissions, deforestation and fishing. And like, we were not doing so good, but it was this idea of like collectively the world, we got to look at our stats, not just nationally because the planet has boundaries as a planet, not as nations. And so we gotta look at these numbers. And, and so my job was to tell this story that was so clearly evident to a bunch of governments to hopefully get them to influence policy decisions to bring this back into alignment, this mathematical problem that is right here. Yeah. And honestly, after four years and no budging and like no resonation, I was like, I know this is the wrong mechanism to have the impact I need to have. This isn't work. This isn't the right way to do it. And at the same time, you talk about timing all the time. I love it because it's so true. Airbnb was kind of just like, I just found out about Airbnb. I was one of like the first couple thousand users and it unlocked something for me because it was this platform that connected people peer to peer which as an economist is like the most pure way to connect people, the least dead weight loss, the most value captured, right? No middlemen. It solved an environmental, economic, and social good overnight by monetizing a shared asset, right? What? Amazing. Economics like dream. Um, and it, it did have this mission and it was, it was instantly scalable. It was these three kids that made a marketplace that monetized a shared asset and changed the game forever. 
forever, 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 forever. <laughs> and I just remember being like, oh my God, whatever it is, I need to be in that world because look at that impact that they had under those, like, it was so simple, right? They just monetized couch surfing, <laughs> really. I was a big couch surfer. I've stayed on like 90 couches and hosted like 50 people. And I loved it. And I did always say as an economist, there should be a monetized version of this just in case you want certain things. And that's what they did. When I saw that, I just like couldn't unsee it. And so I think it was from when that locked in, it was like two, I handed in my resignation to the CEO of our company who I respected and like immensely, this man who ran this big organization, this international research tank. And I remember it was very sacrificial. We like walked around the Ottawa parliament and I was so scared to tell him I needed to leave because I like wanted to help him on his mission too. But like four years in, I was like, I, I don't see, I haven't even budged, you know, other than knowing the story and being deeply depressed about it and telling people nothing's, no one's, no one cares right now. And I can't, I don't have the the way to change it you know this isn't the way yeah and he understood and it was crazy it was like a really powerful walk and he fully understood and I he just like go and I'm gonna be your first client for whatever you do and yeah he was like <laughs> Scott Vaughn so I left and I convinced my partner Brett Crow who's the CTO of pick my brain to do the same he was working at the competition bureau in auto we had just both finished our masters and had been working for four years so yes comfortable salary time to like have a social life and like build your life up um but i was like nope like we got it i was like right we gotta go let's let's do something crazy i was like let's take a year on i called it you know i was like not even a year off i was like i want to take a year on and i want to make my own university why don't i get to make my own university and i was like i want to learn about peer-to-peer -peer. i want to learn about every peer-to-peer -peer marketplace that exists right now because i am stoked on them like this is so cool um, where is this at? What is this tech world? Like what is going on? And so we did that. We quit our jobs, both of us. He bless him. He just jumps when he sees something he's in. So he sold all of our stuff at the great bleed garage sale and set out on this year on. And we were going to start with driving across Canada and just talking to people and like, just like going through the, the, what we had learned in our past jobs and just like having that transition period. And we camped all across Canada. Uh, we flew to Maui for a month uh, to go read all the books that we never had the time to read. And I felt like we really doubled up because like we, I would read my 10 books and Brett would have his 10 and um, we'd be reading them and then we'd go into the ocean and talk about what each other were reading. So we could like reinforce it. And so that was like an amazing, that was one of our university classes was to go to Maui and read the 10 books that we think are going to level us up and actually take the time to do it. And we were so nerdy about it. We put it in an Excel spreadsheet, counted the pages and saw how much we had to read every day. Wow. <laughs> and then just like went around Maui and did that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, why can't people do this? Right. You just got to be able to be, you have to unlock creativity and like unlock the knowledge that you can design your life. Now you can design it. You just need to think about it harder. And so we did that. We went up north. Um, we like we did a bunch of things that we kind of programmed. We we played for a, um, two like two months with every online education platform that existed. We wanted to see how far along it had come, how good it was, how how they offered certification, how the security works behind that. Um, we started to get into programming that way, taking our economics ability to program um, in Excel and like convert that to like programming languages. We started to play with that. Mm. 
Um, then I convinced Brett to go to CodeCore, which is like one of the biggest coding boot camps in Vancouver, um, to like learn, take this like nine week course. I was like, if you, I was like, I don't want an architect to build me a house. I want a coder to build me platforms. <laughs> I was like, you go get that and I'll like work on the business, you know, yeah. on, it was on this route that we opened. We just like, we're like, let's design our life for a year that we came up with pick my brain, you know? And we're like, wouldn't it be so, so cool if you could, yeah, book people. And I was like, why isn't there an Airbnb for people? And we both just like stopped and we're like, it's genius. what? <laughs> yeah. And I remember that night we were in this like little cabin in Winlaw. I like couldn't sleep. Cause I was like, this is, this is new. This is a new world. And I like, remember waking up Brett and being like, okay, this is so important. <laughs> he goes like, this is like, as if I was pregnant, but even bigger, cause I'm pregnant with an idea and we have to do it. <laughs> wow. And we just, we did, we've been working on it for four years and it's evolved into what it's evolved. But we like, you know, you starts by imagining and being in the space that you can imagine and the conditions that you can imagine and knowing that you can do it. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Like your passion is just so infectious. It's like, holy shit. Wow. Like, no, like, like you're, that, that, that is what people need though. That is the excitement. Like that is so important. And they all have it. It's just like hard. Sometimes it goes dormant. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Here, that was yeah. where, okay. I'm going to loop back to your one year thing in a second, but I also want to touch on one thing. So with all, all the people pick your brain, like, do you find it challenging? It's kind of like me trying to talk about people's stories and having them bring their stories out. Do you find it challenging to have people like actually believe in themselves to monetize, but they're like, Oh, no one's going to pay that. How is that? Because that's got to be a challenging area. Yeah. That is such a good question. Um, I'm so happy you asked it. That is definitely the biggest thing we fight against. But I consistently prove, I have now proven for 300 people that people will. Yeah. And it is just, a, okay, so Oprah. Oprah, who has interviewed the world's best for the last, you know, how many years now? What is she on? <laughs> She said one thing that every single person that she was interviewing, whether it was Barack Obama, Beyonce, Ellen DeGeneres, like, you know, these people, these influential people, one thing that they always said at the end of the interview was like, was that okay? Like, did I, did I like do okay? And it's so funny. Just like we started this conversation. I said, just you talking and us being able to watch you is okay. You know, because you have it in you, you are you. Yeah. <laughs> Anything beyond that is great. Like, right, we can add stuff, but like, it's all question that, whether yeah. we're, which is so funny because we are enough. We have everything we need. But yes, um, I think that is a big challenge. It's a hurdle to come over mentally, but um, I just, I'll prove them wrong. Yeah. You know, I've proved 300 people wrong. So I'll keep doing that and being like, and then I'll show them the database of my brains and be like, is there anyone that you want to book? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, if you want to buy their knowledge, why wouldn't they want to buy your knowledge? You've sat at the climate change negotiation tables for the last 15 years and have a pulse on what's going on internationally. If I talk to you for 60 minutes or 30, whatever, for whatever price, like I am going to have stories that make me interesting. I'm going to have knowledge that makes me a better citizen. I'm going to have something to tell my grandma that happened. That was crazy. You yeah. know, I'm going to know that you exist. I'm going to understand your perspective and forever my, my, my decisions are going to be, there's going to be a layer of you in there. Mm. 
why can't we capture that value? I actually think the economy has it wrong and I'm gonna have to fight this for this for a while, but we always do the first call for free. Sometimes I'm like, the first call should be the most expensive. (laughs) But what, you know, I'll I'll play with this. This is a marketplace, we're gonna find it. But regardless, it comes from us consumers realizing how much value does come when someone sparks you. Okay, Mm -hmm. there's like, that is what we're, isn't that what you wanna spend your money on? The things that like elevate you and like Mm -hmm. transform you and give you, make you more well-rounded and more influenceable and more full. Um, and reflect and go through your own stories because when people are talking, you know you're thinking about your own. Mm. All of that is value. And I'm just trying to get people to see that now. I'm like, that is the new economy. We need to value that stuff. We need to be okay spending money on that just as easy as it is to drop 250 on a jacket, whatever. You know, we we spend, we just need to think about that in terms of value creation. Um, and that's definitely one of our biggest fights. But um, I think anytime you create a new economy, you're gonna fight. So I'll just fight it. And just keep showing, you know, maybe I get to someday get funding and offer everyone one free session on Pick My Brain, you know, or, or I get all the brains to offer free knowledge for the day. Like I'll have the power to do that if we have a collective system. Mm. Because it's one conversation and you're like, whoa, that's like fucking awesome. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know if you're allowed to swear on your show. Of course, show. swear, please. <laughs> yes, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, we're going to both walk away from this. Like I was telling you before we even started, I was like, Lance, you like made my whole day so good and like leading up to it so good and gave me ideas. And I told my mom about you and I told my friend about you and I thought about my story and I listened to a bunch of podcasts and like you did that by scheduling in an interview with me. And I'm like, charge for that Lance. (laughs) We'll talk about that. Yeah. 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 And I, I love that. I love how you, because this is the thing that's so fucked up is that people don't want to charge for the most important asset. And that's oh. what they have to give the world. Yeah. It's like you want to charge, you want to, you want to charge for all this other bullshit, which yeah. I guess that's just the way it is. But like, you don't want to charge for, for what you have as a human. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah like, yeah, something exactly. And like, when we say it to each other, we're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, why do we go and sell skincare? Like, whatever. The yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, because we need that connection. Everybody, this is, this is what I base my whole thing about with the podcast too, is I want to make people, help people feel better than they did before. That was my philosophy when I was yeah. in bartending and managing. When somebody comes to the bar, I don't care what happens, but your job is to make them feel better than they did before. That's what the whole point is. Isn't that what life is? You're either, you know, making people feel worse than they did before or better. That's the two choices. It's usually, I don't know if there's a middle area there. So true. Do you want to be the light or the dark in people's life? It's that simple. It's that simple. It is so simple. Yeah. Yeah. It is that simple. And it's simply, and I tell people, it's as simple as putting the button that you are open for conversation Mm. and people will take it. I've done 152 pick my brain calls since I put my button up and like 40 coffee and conversations and sold multiple packages. You know, I like all I needed to do was articulate Mm. so clearly with a call to action. Let's use the digital, you know, that I am open and available for that stuff. And, your and energy, it, your energy is what's, what's getting them for sure too. You too. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the thing is that like, people are like, they want to see, and this, this comes down to uh, influence and persuasion in a positive way. 
we're doing it every day. It's, it's like you're influencing your energy for somebody to take on. And yeah. it's really, if you can show them a vision of the future more than what this actual thing is, yeah. that's what people want to get behind. It's oh, like, yeah. not like the actual thing. It's like, well, where is this going to take me? Can yeah. I see myself with this person years from now? Can I see? And that's what excites people. Totally. It's like, woo, that's exciting. I, you know, yeah. and then they start thinking long term. You yeah. notice that? Like, I know with me, it's like immediately I, I start thinking, as soon as I have like an inspiring conversation, I start thinking about like, where's this going to take me in 10 years? Where's this? Like, it's like, I don't know if I'm the only one that does that. Oh, you're sparking. No, but you're it's not. like, I think this is like, actually, we can get the scientist on here. I'm sure you've had someone, your brain oh. starts to like light up. I would almost want to do a podcast and actually this is a great idea. Have like monitor my brain as like when we talk about these things yeah. and then actually to show people. You should do it. Yeah, I bet you could email your list of people that you podcast and someone would be able to do that for you. That's so really Because you have, I've seen podcasts, you have had people on there that are brain, you know, oh, experts totally. They're just like, ask your community, like I've got an idea. Like I just want to show how much story and human connection and like, conversation can what does it light up yeah because that's I, so genius yeah, that'd be so that would be so good for me i should do that for promo for pick my brain i'm like look at these people see we're just see ideas are just flowing now see? i yeah, love I it indirectly <laughs> so idea. i i want to just make it completely clear for everybody so walk us through pick my brain like let's maybe just how does it work Great, great title, by the way. It's awesome. Like maybe just for people listening out there, they're going to the gym and they're listening. They're like, hmm, this pick my brain sounds pretty cool. Can you yeah. just kind of draw a picture for them just to kind of get that imaginary sort of thing, how it works? Yeah, for sure. And before I do, I want to credit the name of pick my brain to my friend, Belle, who's the climate change negotiator. She came up with it before that. It was called human stock exchange. I'm embarrassed to admit. <laughs> and awesome. someday, I can't, I <laughs> that's, that's so good. That's so good too. <laughs> human stock exchange <laughs> yes yeah so economic so nerdy so so one day i cannot wait to go about and be like you tell the story for for saving us oh my god that's so good yeah so so yeah credit val um okay yeah, so val. Yeah. And I have this dream of like presenting her some kind of give back for that thing that she injected. She, that is value, mm. you know, and I will go back and pay that value. You know, mm. I'll contribute. Like I was like, what you added something of that forever changed our business. And as soon as I'll, I'm able to, I'm going to come back and <laughs> reward you for that add on. Cause that's how the perfect economy does work. 100%. Right. She would get contribution for that, but right now it doesn't. Um, so pick my brain is trying to solve that nice segue. So yeah, you can just imagine. So it's a profile. It's a beautiful profile that really focuses. So imagine a LinkedIn version, but where LinkedIn talks about what we did. Okay. Pick my brain talks about what you want to do and what you're open and available for. And it's more focused on like your knowledge. Um, and so you go to your profile and you'll see like, you know, Lance, uh, podcaster, uh, and then everything else that you're all about and, and an offer like, Hey, I am totally open. This is what I do for people. I interview them. I tell their stories. I package it really cool. And then I distribute that content either to you and onto my podcast. And my mission is just to make people feel better and tell their stories on my podcast. You know, you'll like write up, this is what you do for society. These are the types of people I've interviewed. These are the types of conversations I've had. This is how you can interact with me. 
and that's like what your 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 general vibe would be on one portion of your pick my brain profile and then we go into your knowledge-based services okay so now i know that how can i how can i book how can i work with you how can we take the next step and the first product pick my brain came out with was the pick my brain call Okay, so it's this smart programmable knowledge-based contract that is called Pick My Brain Call, 30 minutes, one-on-one uh, -on -one over the phone, uh, and the brain has the opportunity to set the rate on that and the rules and the availability. So it could be free, it could be $50, it could be $100, um, it could be $100 and you could offer a discount code, whatever. You monetize that ability for someone to pick your brain one-on-one -on -one over the phone. Mm. And that's simply what that is. So hey, Lance is like available for... Um, you know, maybe it's free pick my brain calls, call me, tell me your story. I'll let you know if I want to interview you or you charge for it and you say, Hey, want to ask me everything that it takes to be a podcaster? I'll like, are you thinking about podcasting? You know, it depends on what angle we'd go with your profile, but you would be able to take that pick my brain call and offer it to your world. Wow. So that's the first one. But from there we're like, Oh cool. So we, we launched that product and let our brains offer pick my brain calls, which were used and like people around the world calling you to talk about what you want to talk about is pretty cool. And our system like calls the two ind individuals and connects them seamlessly and then transfers payments between them seamlessly. And we do the booking, the scheduling, the SMS reminders, and we get that person to leave you a review so that you can collect social currency and all the people that you are bettering. Okay. Cause that's what our resume should be. And so that's, that was our first contract. But then I was like, Oh my gosh, these are programmable smart contracts. I can build the, I can build more of them. So I was like, what if we build another one? What if we, what if we ask people if they want to be available for coffee and conversation at their favorite cafe? Like what if, what if I could take you for coffee lens and like talk to you about, Oh, you're a podcaster in Vancouver. Who's interviewed 86 people. Can I totally take you out for coffee and just ask you questions? Maybe you want to offer that. So you would, you would go on your pick my brain profile. Like, yep. I would like to offer that. You set a price, your rate, your rules, your availability. And now again, same thing. I could book that and you and I would be connected over that. And now, now we just have multiple servers. We have a database of knowledge that we've watched our 300 brains package and get creative about, and we've helped them get creative. So this is where like the consulting, like, what do you want to be available for? Like legit, let's package it. Yeah. So you can do like lunch and learns or one-on-one -on -one consulting sessions or packages or monthly or per day or per week. We can, we can, we can dive in and create whatever knowledge-based service you'd like to offer and program it with no programming. You just pick the right rules and availability and you launch it and you offer it and you see if people want to take you up on it and you start to build this creative revenue stream, giving people <laughs> your time, knowledge, and experience. This is going to, this is going to be absolutely massive. Are you like, are you ready for what you're about to like? No, I'm serious. I'm not just blowing smoke either. Like this is, this is fucking, this is like, I think like, this is like people's eyeballs are probably like, wow. So I'm, I'm serious. Like, like I'm thinking like massive numbers here. So even if, even if somebody was like, well, I'm, I've been, tra I've traveled around the world for five years. I know every city, every city, every town, I know all the hostels and, and you know, but they don't have any education on paper, but they're like, fuck, I can tell you where the best place is. And then all of a sudden people are like Rodrigo or whatever. I'm going to book him because he's yeah. going to tell me for an hour yeah. about the best place that yeah. he's gone to and like all this kind of stuff. Definitely. And that's so much value. People Definitely. would pay him a hundred bucks yeah. for that because yeah. And the feeling that it's like you're locking it in, you're scheduling it, you know yeah. he's going to bring it. He's yeah. going to bring it. 
bring it. It's not going to be one foot in, one foot out. Like, yeah. oh, should I be asking this many questions? It's like, no, yeah. you're committed to asking these yeah. questions. I'm paying you. And then it feels like that nice relationship. Perfect. You should be our spokesperson. <laughs> oh, I'm like, man, this company, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying this because this is amazing. And yeah. I, I really believe that like, if you think outside the box that like some of these humans and yeah. what they've done and, and what you can do because everybody is a teacher. Everything is a lesson. It's yeah. like pulling that lesson out and, yeah. and, and just educating each other and booking the person. So it's like, oh. Like even ding, 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 all these things are going off. So even I'm excited about it, honestly. (laughs) Totally. You see it. And once you see it, you're like, yes, like, oh my gosh. So now Rodrigo for traveling to 67 countries is rewarded because, you know, not because he didn't choose the path, you know, there isn't one path that ends up making money. That's not, no, that's not how it works. Like Rodrigo might actually become the the highest paid person in society because he has the most stories. Oh my God. That's so true. I don't want it to shift. I want the creatives and the artists to, I think, to, I think personally that they will be the highest paid people in society in the next 10 years because automation and all the stuff is coming through. But Rodrigo, you can't download that stuff. It's just no. like, you know, someone again, and all he would need on his profile with him, if I was to onboard him, would be like, I've traveled to 67 countries and done this. Ask me about it. I'll tell you different places to go. I'll tell it whatever you want. You know, that would be enough for me as a lead in. And then some like, you know, some fun, cool things about Rodrigo to book a coffee. Wow. To be like, that's what I want to do instead of go to a movie. Like, I don't remember the last time I got into a movie, but I'm like the entertainment education field needs to open up. Mm. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So badly. That's just like all I want to um, spend my money on. And like what, like what we said in the beginning of our conversation too is, is when you hear someone's condensed version of their life in 60 minutes, you, it's just like the most precious thing in the whole world. I just like get emotional when I think about it. And you, 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 how, you are the keeper of that now. And you've like raised a frequency you, you have to have because you just got someone's essence, totally. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. a lot. And I, and I, I think we just need permission in our society to break down that weird wall, whatever we just, like you said, we need to formalize it. So we both show up, let's show up. Don't you want to show up? Like I want to show up all the time. I don't want to do free work and not show up, you know, yes. no more free. Y'all know it. No more free environmentally because it's polluting the planet. No more free giving ourselves away because it's energetically like just bleaching. Yeah. You know? Right. Like we just, and we are totally in control of designing this new economy. And I just want to tell as many people as I can because then they'll see it too. Right. And we all need to see it. Um, Absolutely. And you see it. Yeah. How how are you for time right now? Because you have. Uh, I oh, like perfect. Cause I always, cause I know we're, I know we started a bit later and I just want, I don't want to cut this off because there's still questions. I just want to make sure I respect your time and everyone out there is like, don't end this right now. Um, <laughs> no. So I want to go back for a second. Taking that year on, that's what you called it, right? Year on. Yeah. That's really cool. By the way, it's so empowering and so smart, but nobody will do that. And being organized with it. It's very interesting here because it's so off my radar of what I do. And that's kind of things that need to happen in order to like make shit happen. Like they have to be to read books, like the way you've done it is that's a great, it's great. And I think that in order to read that many books and to learn, you have to have it scheduled. You have to have it properly laid out. And before I go off on a tangent, what would you really learn about that one year? Because what was your number one takeaway? Because I know there was probably a lot, 
lot of good books, but what did you learn about yourself? Maybe yourself, your relationship, other than pick my brain being created. Like, what did you learn that maybe you didn't expect or that you got better at or, you know, maybe some insight on that? That I could create my own university, that I could create my life, that I could get as creative to be like, let's go to Maui and bring 10 books and camp for a week and get a condo for two and do something else for the other one and read all, you know, just even thinking, like allowing me for a whole year to be in that creative space of being like, what do I want to add to my university calendar now? Instead of choosing among the classes that I have that are predated on a university calendar, I mean, I draw on a sociology 101 or psychology 101 or business 101 or finance, which is great. I, I think education is great. It's like great foundational piece. But like, after I was done that, I was like, now what do I want to learn? Like, can I take a condensed version of, like, can I, can I take a year for me? Is that, is that selfish? Is that, you know, like, why can't I? Why don't people do this every five years? So it's just like stepping into that, living it, watching people be like, whoa, that's kind of cool, you know? Um, and being in charge of what I downloaded into my brain and who I interact with and what I learned. Just going through the motions and doing it was an unlocking that I will never, ever forget. And I vowed to do a sabbatical, you know, every five years where I go back and design what I want to go consume, mm. basically, because I want to wear that. You know, I just got back from six weeks in New York because I just needed New York in my body. So uh. I designed that in. I was like, I need to get more gutsy. I need to think bigger. Where do I need to go? New York. <laughs> okay, tell us about New York. I need to, we need to hear about this. <laughs> okay, okay I, I, we, before we go on, I want to hear about what you told me about New York. And okay. everybody listening, we're both in Canada. We're in Vancouver. Everything is very laid back. It's like, everybody's very like, oh yeah, no worries. Like, it's very like, and the East Coast is different, right? Tell us about your experience in New York City. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, I was, I was craving this. Yeah. Just like 10 X. I was like, how can I 10 X my thinking? How can I 10 X my goals? How can I 10 X my mission? And it's just like, yeah, Vancouver is maybe not, it, I can do it here, but I wanted to go get the inspiration to yeah. bring it back here. So I was like, well, New York, the, you know, the New York, New York, the city that was named twice because it was so yeah, great. Um, and again, when you do these things, when you lock in, you start to see it, right? You know, when someone enters something in your mind and during your walk to work, you'll start to see that thing. Mm. So I'm going to New York. I see like Adobe's putting on this conference called the future of creativity. <laughs> Perfect. I'll go there first to start off my trip because that'll open the doors that, and I'm going to volunteer for that conference. I'm going to go volunteer. So I like get to learn, they get to meet all these people from New York and I get to like see Adobe's conference from the behind the scenes and see how they program it. And like, yeah, get that experience. And that's going to kickstart my trip. Perfect. And then I like, okay, I don't want to stay. If I'm going to go for a conference, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go launch something with pick my brain there too, because that's like what I spend all my time and energy on. So if I'm going to go to New York, I got to think of a project that I got to pursue there too. Okay, great. So I definitely have to stay for at least five or six weeks, you know? Okay. So look for an apartment. Oh, found a, a website that exists in New York because every website exists in New York where I can rent a furnished apartment for actually the same amount as I did in Vancouver. Great. Wash. So people are always like expensive. I'm like, uh, -uh same cost, you know, maybe a little bit more on the food because I didn't like cook a bunch, but like you can find a way to do anything. Mm. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. Great. What am I going to launch in New York? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to do. I was like, 
as soon as I got there, I mean, you ride the subway and it's like Broadway. It's just like the most diverse, colorful, hard, full feelings of everything city. And it's because everyone's mixed and it's because everyone's going for their dream in New York and hustling and they like, it's not an easy city. And I, that energy, people always talk about New York and its energy. And it's so true. It like is actually intense. <laughs> and so sometimes I'm like, if you just need like, you're low, go to New York for a week. You know, you'll just like, just get dosed in this like hot, intense, I don't know, everything, every emotion combined into one, you know, a subway ride would like shift my mind and feel like it changed me forever for no reason. You know, it just like that happens everywhere in New York. And, um, so I was like, so inspired by this. And I was like, imagine again, all these people that I can't stop looking at either because they're layers deep. Like, you know, I just like yeah. scan and I'm so full and I was like, okay, I need to build a marketplace in New York. That's just like 50 or a hundred creative New Yorkers that you can book for coffee and conversation. Again, I needed something super simple that was light to onboard because we're a bootstrapped company. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. I'm going to do that while I'm there. Can, do you think I can onboard 50 people in six weeks? You know, and I'll just, I'll just start with what I, what I, where I got to, which is like the comp, the people I met at the conference. So I started with the volunteers, met someone that worked, um, you know, like at the UN, she was working on the sustainable development goals. And I was like, Oh, would you be interested in just talking about the sustainable development goals? You know, like the principles that we're all agreeing to internationally to anybody. And she's like, yes. I was like, cool. Would you like to be a brain on the system and offer a coffee and combo? You know? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Got my first brain. I can do this. And it was just lens. It was literally just every person I met <laughs> has a story. And so it's like, people are like, who is a brain? And I'm like, you know, a brain is someone who actively works on sharing their knowledge with more people. And like, can a brain be anyone? I'm like, yes, technically, because we all have stuff to touch, teach for sure. But you have to be like active about it. But New York was like, no, there is like a plethora of people. I met an NYPD officer who'd been like an NYPD officer in Harlem for like 35 years. And I was like, wow. again, if I got to New York and got to browse the database of like all these people that like I could have gone for coffee with, that's what I would have done the entire trip. It's, oh, and it's just hear I'm about here. New Yorkers lives. Like exactly. Just New Yorkers lives. And I was like, I can onboard anyone. And it was such an easy onboard because it's one service, right? It's a quick profile. And I was like, and I couldn't help but just like imagine this, again, browsing these faces from New Yorkers, like book a New Yorker. It's like a real life Seinfeld episode. Yes, like you exactly, get to hear exactly, like, yes. oh my God, that's so awesome. Totally, a hundred percent, like a like a real life Seinfeld, and like that's all I wanted to do in New York. I didn't want to go to the, um, I didn't want to do the tours anymore. I was, I you know, I'd been to New York before, and that's not what I was interested in. I wanted to like talk to the people, mm. you know, or like if I could go meet a startup founder in New York. You, are you kidding? Like, holy! And I got to, you know, I got to meet someone that works at Google. It, and 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 this is the fun part: going there and onboarding brains with this like goal. I'm like going to go get 15 New Yorkers onto my platform. I'm going to see if I can make that work because that would be scalable city to city. And how fun would that be? Blah blah blah. But it um, like gave me the invitation, like the guts to go ask, like to to find the coolest people and to go down these adventures. You know, I got a. Uh, yeah, it was just like led me. It was, you know, so if anyone wants to come work for Pick My Brain, okay, and onboard brains, it is like the perfect tool if you want to go get conversations with the coolest people too, mm. too. You know, and I was like, oh, even, even in of itself, and I told myself that when I started Pick My Brain, like, even if this doesn't work, startups, like, you know, lots of them don't make it. 
I am going to get to onboard the world's brains. You know, I'm, I'm like going to build a database of brains, like people who have got these, like this crazy cool set of knowledge and they want to offer it. I'm like, there's no losing in that. There's zero losing. So my risk was actually nothing. You know, I can always go back to the economy and make a job, get a job. You know, I'm like confident in my skills to go make money in a, in a career. Um, but like, also I'm going to better my chances of that if I go meet 300 plus brains and connect with them so deeply about what it is they want to offer and what they know, you know, that's going to open doors forever. So there's like no risk. So it's just like hedged in all the ways. Um, but New York was really fun in that I was like, no, just, just, just simply being you, you don't even have to like consult or coach or offer a big package. Like simply this tool, if I just used it for coffee and conversation, and the reason I started in New York, I'm going to come back to Vancouver and do it. And I'm talking to the CFO of Vancouver tourism to see if I can do it in Vancouver and it could be localized. So, Hey, Vancouver, do you want to be available for coffee and conversation? I'm looking for people that, you know, let's stand Vancouver's stuff. So maybe people in real estate, indigenous uh, pipeline, fisheries, startups, you know, the things that Vancouver, uh, the opiate crisis, you know, uh, homelessness. Like, let's get the experts, uh, plastic, ocean. There's so many things. Vancouver's full of brains. Like, Vancouver's a brilliant city. Mm. So, again, like, who do we represent? Could we, you know, is that something that we would use locally? And I'm like, I think so. Like, you know, like, give it an option. Like, why not? And I think Vancouver's known as this, like, non-fun city that has its clicks. And we could break that down totally. And, and as long as we all like commit to like formalizing this, this ability to book, book ourselves for this, you know, like we just need We just need the, the book. We need the formalization. Yeah. Otherwise we don't really make it happen. That's so yeah. true. It's, it, it really is true. It really is. It comes down to something so simple like that, right? Yeah. Like the booking of it and, and the monetizing it and yeah. it's, it just gives more value, right? I, there's, there's one thing I also wanted to, I have written down here after I'm hearing all this, there's things I want to touch on just a little bit kind of a sidestep, but how do we break it down? Maybe. So somebody wants to create a startup or business, yeah. right? How do they go about planning? Like, I don't mean getting into the full, but like, what are some of the things, like maybe the thing, the checklists that they need, like the steps, you know, is there, you know, as far as like visualizing and kind of like planning that kind of thing, can you maybe shed some light on that? Cause I find that to be very interesting also. Like in the, pers from the perspective of if you wanted to go out and start a business or a company, what are the things that you should do to like, before you do that? Yeah. Just even yeah. like visualizing and just kind of like making, yeah. having the, the, the thought kind of putting it yeah. down and having, and, yeah. and being able to create it in yeah. step one. Yeah. It's a deep question. Cause it's like equal parts art, equal parts science, equal parts magic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I think, so again, we talked about first, you need to be an observer. And um, we talked about this at the beginning of our call. I really believe in observation and I took a permaculture design certificate years ago. And, and what I was telling Lance it unlocked was that before you build anything, before you add anything to a system, please observe and look at look at the gaps like this is what we do when we do a phd right we examine a situation we look for the gaps we understand those gaps and then we are like where can we help our help humanity fill those gaps mm. same thing with business right don't just think about what you want to do i mean you definitely have to be passionate about it for sure but you're also 
you're providing something for people, right? So you got to really think you have to be really thoughtful about other people's needs. And so I, I just like encourage just to be so, um, just become aware if you're starting to think of going into entrepreneurship, notice, right? Majority of the entrepreneurs in the world that have been successful have solved a problem for themselves. Okay. Cause they notice it. They're like, this is annoying. I can make it better. Right. Um, it's our natural tendency. Just like you, every person you interact with, I want to make a little bit better. Okay. Humans, you're going through your day to day. What can you make better individually? And then if you're a business collectively, um, so I think observation is number one, being curious, being aware, noticing, learning what a gap is, you know, and if there's an opportunity there, even understanding what an opportunity is. Um, so I'd like, think about that. And I think that you can become better at that. Again, the more business stories that you listen to. So listen to other successful startup founders, talk about their journey. One podcast I always recommend is how I built this. So good. So good. And he just asked the same set of questions to people that have built beautiful companies. And if you listen to like all of them, like I have, you will hear a pattern, you know, it's like, there's, there's, an, there's an algorithm to success. It's like, and same with adversity, you like go somewhere towards a direction that you like, you feel like you like it more. You like to you build something. Um, you crash and burn it right before you're about to die. <laughs> you yeah. find a way to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and you know, and it's just like everyone's story is a pattern of observation, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, crash and burn, learn how not to crash and burn, right? And you have to be ready for that journey. Like entrepreneurship is a journey, it's climbing Everest. You can't just it's not just a one and done. So you gotta really like design a business that you think you can throw yourself at. And then, you know, yeah, just like, I don't know. I always tell my sister, she can't do anything wrong in life as long as she keeps moving forward towards the things she loves and keeps moving away from things that like she doesn't. Right. I'm like, if you simply do that in life, you'll succeed. Um, and I think if we become more aware of, of that, we're doing that, like, you know, this is where coaching comes in and other people's perspectives. And I, I know coaching is a big thing. I almost like to say it as like, no perspectives, just, just higher perspectives. You know, you have to necessarily hire a coach, but like someone else's perspective is going to like That's genius. definitely support. So I, I want to frame, pick my brain that way, not coaching. Like I want an hour of your perspective. I want 10 hours of your perspective, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So like go tell, if you are scared to tell your friends and families and people beyond that and everyone on the street, like I tell every, you know, you just have to be able to share your idea, um, off like and want to and, and, and receive that feedback. And, and if you can't get to that stage, then just like, you know, that's what you're going to have to work on first. You got to get there. Cause without that, I don't know. It's just like so tough. I don't know how you do it. Um, unless you're, you can build it, you know, build it. There are people that have done things completely behind their computer have been totally successful. I don't know too many stories like that, but it is possible. But, and then, and then really, yeah, like you don't think that there's one way to do things like business is so fun because it, just, you just have to make it simple and be like, will this work? Let me try it. Oh, it kind of worked. But if I tweak this, it would work better. Oh, I did. And it did. Cool. Keep improving, you know, and we have, we do have the answer. So just go find somewhere where you can add value, add value, try to charge for it, keep moving forward. Um, and that's like a really sporadic answer, but like, it's good. Business is such a weird thing, you know? Um, so many ways to do it. It's just like a blank canvas and it's just simple, but simply. How can you add value to one person's life? How can you add value to multiple people's lives? 
Yeah, I, I love that. I just found it challenging as well. And maybe you could shed some light on, you know, we all know that it's never going to be easy, right? There's always going to be challenges. But how do you know when it's the time to pivot or if that's just one of those things you need to get through? It's like, oh shit, is this one of those things that I just need to get through and there's, you know, we're three feet from gold or is this like, oh shit, it's time to pivot. Like, how do you know? Does anybody ever know that? Like what's, you know, like that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know, Lance. I mean, I, I'm just like, I, I don't know if I know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't know if we all do. It's yeah, tough, it's, such, right? it's such a philosophical, like, let's talk about it. And I, I hope more business people get together to talk about it when you're in that position, when you're like, okay, do I keep bleeding? You know, because you also hear all the stories. It's like, we were bleeding cash so, so much, but we just needed that one more thing and then we made it. You yeah. know, Eric's story dying, dying, dying. Everyone thinks they're crazy and like, no, you're nuts. And they're getting that message all the time. Okay. Yeah. Consistently until they have their hockey stick moment, which they had really good photos in New York and they have a turn, they have a, a, a turnaround, but that actually required thought like, Hey, how can we make this more safe? Because we're hearing that it's not safe. Mm. So they added another layer and took off, you know, they still believed in their idea, right? Cause they had success themselves. They rented out their own for those of you that don't know the story, they rented out their own apartment when the city's hotels were totally booked and they had this crazy good experience, like couch surfing you do, but they charged for it. They're like, we can do this bigger. Mm. And because they like believed it and saw it, um, there is value to be had there, but they just have to, I mean, it's a problem. It's like a big Rubik's cube. Um, so pivoting or adding or tweaking or incrementally advancing, right. Um, is just like anything. And I think you just don't take like huge sharp turns and you just keep testing. Yeah. You know, you just like, it is going to be a slow growth. Like don't have this romanticized version of, um, you're going to change one thing and it's just going to be so easy from there. Um, right. but at the same time, really take a look at it and like, how can you be the simplest? How can you do the least amount of work for the most amount of impact mm. and just keep thinking and then we'll just, you know, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, you'll, you'll hopefully get there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it because it's the thing. Nobody has the, the key. Everyone's kind of figuring it out, you know, <laughs> and, so, and people are, some people are further along than others. It may appear that Definitely. they haven't figured out, but they've failed more times, right? So totally. Yeah, so many it's... failures. Like they always say, like, I, who just posted some Instagram influencer that I'm following right now? Um, posted like, I've done 400 Facebook lives. I've done. I've sent 650 community newsletters. I've seen this many clients, and I'm just getting my process down. Okay, so for all you entrepreneurs, right? shed your stats against this and just as a baseline okay yeah. to show yourself how far along you are that you don't have it figured out yet and you don't have consistent revenue that you know like going into this independent world is going to be different and there's going to there's going to be a lot of um growth and ways to do it but yeah you got to throw shit out there you got to fail a bunch you got to like trial and error a million times like how many times does a baby fall before they walk you know totally. it's just like simple stuff right yeah yeah totally yeah. Where can everybody find you? Um, Pickmybrain.world. 
Um, and I invite you guys to join our waitlist. So we've got a waitlist right at the beginning if you're interested in becoming a brain and sharing your knowledge in new ways with people around you or beyond. Um, and we are going to, we've got a 2000 person wait list right now. And, but we're going to start onboarding those individuals starting here in September in a, in a kind of fun way. Wow. And if you're really keen, you can scroll down to the bottom of our front page and say, try a pick my brain call book, a, try this product out. And you will be led to my profile and you can book a free pick my brain call with me. And I would love to, to learn about what you know and, and tell you how I can help share more of what you know with others. You can book me for a coffee and conversation. I charge $75 and it's just like a first step active of like me putting on paper what I see. Um, and from there we can decide where we both want to go if you're like super serious about um, building new revenue streams for your life. But um, yeah, yeah, that's probably the best. Yeah, I'd say join the wait list and if you're keen, reach out and let's like hang. Cause I'm just like always, I just like, there's nothing I love more than meeting brains and helping them share their knowledge. So Amazing. yeah, I definitely invite. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And as, as always, <clears throat> I asked one question at the end, I know that everybody's journey is different with adversity, but what's one thing that you throughout your life through business or whatever to overcome adversity, one tip that you could give people to overcome what it's with the hurdles that, of, that they're going through business, life, relationships, travel. What could that be? What's that one thing? I think just, um, incremental improvements. Like if you can be, if you like, don't put the world's pressure on you. Um, if you are working on incrementally getting better in one area of your life i am like applauding because that's all we need environmentally as well to clean up our entire game and that's all we need um it's just it's like all we need we just need to get a little bit better every day that's all we're after and better to me is not just related to gdp right like um can we expand that um so yeah i don't know just like and 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 know that you have a life to live and that life is all about collecting experiences and whatever experience you find yourself in, I wish you the ability to appreciate it and, and feel it and not be scared of it. And this too shall pass, you know, and be like, this is the human experience. I am here to live the human experience. Oh my gosh, this pain or this euphoria is so good and it's not going to last, but in this moment, I'm going to accept it. And tomorrow's going to be a different story. And how lucky am I to live the human experience? Wow. Amazing. <laughs> Just one, 1% better. Little increments every day. I love it. So, so true. Hey, I, I really appreciate you hanging out, Maxine. That was, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so, fun. so valuable. And I genuinely think that you have something there that's going to, it is changing, changing lives, changing the world. And it's just so important. So you guys make sure to check it out. Pick my brain. Maxine, you know, she's getting now because you guys like, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, this thing is going like, this is crazy. It's going to blow up. So get in now and make sure because she, you know, she still has the time to speak with people. So yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I oh mean, my gosh, seriously. I have a time capsule. I'm going to play this like at our like, <laughs> reunion. You heard it here. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah. you again. Truly blessed. Thank you so much, everybody. I love you guys. I appreciate you for coming in and hanging out. Check out Maxine. Have a good day, everybody.
Thanks so much, everybody. Check out Maxine Cunningham, Pick My Brain. You won't be disappointed. This is going to change the world. I love you guys. I hope you got value. Leave us a review. Subscribe. Later. You just finished another class at the University of Adversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in again next time for more life lessons with Lance ECOs.